everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Santiago from Svet Camps to the show. Hey guys, how are uh, you? Thanks for having us again and big, big hi to all the audience. Yeah, we were just talking about it earlier, August 2020, episode 86, were on yourself and Dara the last time. So anybody that doesn't well. know about the band, please check out episode 86 so we won't spend... 15 minutes trying yeah. to tell people about the band. All about us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but certainly for those that are maybe new people, just do a quick synopsis of your band, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, we're a Uh We are based in Dublin. And, uh, well, we're kind of like an experimental prog metal with a little bit of death elements in our music. And uh, if, you know, you always say, who are your bigger influence so that people kind of get like kind of like a frame. So if we would have to define our biggest influences, uh, it would be the likes of, you know, Opeth, uh, Meshuga, little bit of Gojira, uh, Devin Townsend, you know, between the bird and me. A little, a mix of everything. And Santiago is the singer and vocalist as well. Yeah. And uh, we're in the process of releasing our new EP, which we will hopefully Talk about that. Yeah, now. cool. Okay, so that's great, man. I, I, like, you caught me by surprise, actually, when you contacted me. I was just going, wow, this, that's a great news to hear that there was an EP on its way. So, I mean, you did get really a lot of successful reviews and critics were really praising you for the visage, unbiased. Those three tracks, the EP is called The Three Faces. Were those tracks around at the time of the visage, unbiased? Uh, not really. Um, like, you know, it, it took us like a while to get that album out. Mm -hmm. So it came out in 2019 and then we kind of toured quite a bit on that album throughout 2019. And, you know, well, 2020, you know, whatever, everybody knows what happened in 2020. So originally uh, Three Faces was supposed to be released as a just as a song mm -hmm. you know just to keep you know the momentum yeah. coming and keep releasing stuff well, with all the pandemic and you know the, the music industry got hit so hard that you know you know a lot of a lot of bands actually disbanded and then you know it was kind of like definitely a time of uncertainty yeah i i saw but, i saw your april the first fool's day joke <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <Spade> split <laughs> up and i just would yeah, I think actually it was the only thing that caught me that day where I was just going, hey, yeah. bastards. <laughs> and then uh, we actually kind of uh, worked on that, on that album, you know, during the pandemic, you know, uh, just doing bits and bobs there, here and there. Mm -hmm. And then we said, okay, maybe since we were not playing live and we kept, you know, writing new music and composing, said, okay, maybe why don't we just put like, you know, just a little bit more, yeah. not just a single. So we said, okay, so we put up, so we, sorry, we came up with this, you know, three, three songs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, since our songs are kind of long, some of them are longer than ours, uh, but it's around 20 minutes of music, which is kind of like a, a, a decent playtime. And, you know, it's enough to keep you entertained, but it's not short enough just to be a single. Yeah, it's, it's and, a great uh, stopgap. The three songs are absolute quality. And what I liked about it as well is there is a big step in relation to your musical progression and certainly the way you deliver the vocals as well. Really, really impressed with it. So congratulations on that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, 
I think that it's just this is more kind of like a way of living or philosophy style. You know, every time you put something out, well, at least I I'd like it to be you know better than than previous things. You mm -hmm. know, because that kind of shows you know evolution, maturity, you know, progression in your in the way you approach. Uh, production singing whatever you know always you always try to deliver more yeah. you know because if not people will just say okay i better just stick to the old stuff you yeah know? competition is fierce as well. so, exactly yeah i mean you need to always stay at the top of your game and uh you know we kind of like we always taking things very seriously but you know you always kind of try and push a little bit further mm. you know that that's the way great things uh, you know out. This, that, that's just the way we see it. So the songwriting side of it, would I be correct in the Visage Unbiased? Probably was the majority of that wrote by you and lyrics as well. And what about this EP? Was it a more of a collaborative effort? Yeah, yeah, it was. Like We tried to, even though most of the songs are written by me or were written in the past, now we kind of try to, we try to incorporate elements from all the band members and you know just to make it more interesting and sometimes you know if you do all the songwriting maybe you get you know like burnt out because you know it feels too much pressure so i'm always happy to to listen to new ideas and you know i, I never say okay this should be done this way mm -hmm. and that's the final word no i i like to keep things open and you know everybody puts their own you know contribution yeah. and i think it kind of reflects in the new songs and we're we're very happy about that yeah so we better give a shout out to the band members paul cassidy on bass dara kenny on drums and lee malloy on guitars so i met actually dara down at the uh, dead cult promotions gig uh, he was playing with grace stag <laughs> and he was yeah yeah i just couldn't take my eyes off him because he was so happy pounding them drums, you know. That's how the way he yeah, is. Yeah, this is a guy yeah. that needs to be playing. Fucking, you could see it a mile yeah, off. Yeah. Like, that, that's his thing. Yeah, so, he, I mean, I know that he's in a few projects. What did he bring, in your opinion, to this EP that's coming out? Well, the good thing about Dara is that uh, almost anything you ask him to, let's say I have this riff in my mind and I tell him, look, I have this, this kind of like, vibe so you just tell him what you're looking for and then he comes up with something that's you know very very close to what you're looking for and also maybe and on the opposite side maybe i have a riff in my mind that goes with this you know drum pattern but then he shows me something completely different mm -hmm. i say wow actually that works uh, very well i like for instance at the at the end of three phases when it goes into like a real real you know four four yeah. straight beat almost like a metallica you know two pa, yeah, yeah. two pa. that's like that yeah. and uh you know it, it really works uh, but it's, it's just it's always good you know to have that open mind because like sometimes they show something that you were oh, not yeah. considering it, it definitely works 100 so you stuck with michael richards and track mix again safe bet obviously knows the band yeah yeah uh most of the way we're working right now is that you know I have like a little little studio where I can you know do some pre-production, you know uh, guitars, some vocals, some some bass, and uh, the way we do is we do pre-production ourselves and then we go to make to to do the the proper production and that actually saves us time because you know 
when you go into the studio, we're, we already know what we want instead of going there to see what we want. Yeah. And then Time is money. It, it always, exactly. And then for the mastering, just like in the previous album, we usually like having like a fresh pair of ears in terms of mixing mm -hmm. uh, against mastering and because that will give you like a new perspective and uh, we well we consider it's always good to have a, a fresh pair of ears uh, yeah and actually we sent it to the to america to get mastered and uh, actually adam which is the guy who mastered the the ep is the same guy who mastered the uh, megadeth uh, the the system yeah game. i i love the way you go for um these guys that do the mastering because he ted jensen um, in the last one, you know, Jane's Addiction, blah, yeah. blah, like who, who hasn't he done? Yeah. So with Adam, like he's worked with Nirvana, the Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam, but he's also, he's also won a lot of Grammy awards in the Latin music side of things. Yeah. So you from Argentina, was there um, that vibe going on between you that you could sit down and have a chat about other, other music as well? Well, yeah, you know, you always try to find someone who has like a broad, uh, you know, musical spectrum and knowledge. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though we're making mainly metal, it's always good to have like the perspective of someone who likes metal, but also likes other genres of music because they might uh, give you something that maybe someone who just focuses on, on metal might not give yeah. you. And well, I think it really worked really oh, well because yeah. we're very, very, very happy with the final, the final product. Mm. And vocal style then, you certainly kind of got a hint of it over the three tracks there, Circular, Sea of Planets, and the Cogs of Envy, especially, which was kind of a mixture of the heavy, harsh vocals, which are clean uh, singing vocals. How difficult is that to come up with that type of melody, vocal melody, sitting on top of all that guitars, drums, you know? It just, I, I can't fathom how hard it is anyway, but then to play it live, you're a busy guitarist and singer. Yeah. I mean, it's just the way, the way I work, maybe other people work differently. It's just, I usually, or I try to push myself by writing stuff that I cannot play, uh, like initially. So maybe I, I write a read mm -hmm. and then I come up, I come up with a, like, like a melody that goes on top of that riff. Yeah. And maybe it's not that I, I can just play it, you know, straight up. Mm. Maybe I will, it will take me like a couple of weeks okay. or months to, you know, to put everything together. And uh, I just don't want to let my, my technical, uh, what do you say, limits to kind of uh, avoid me to, from writing stuff that is cool. So if I have to practice a riff for four weeks in order to pull it off live, I will do yeah. it. As long because I just don't want to compromise the music just because of my technical, uh, you know, limits. Yeah, especially when and, you're trying to deliver of lyrics as well on top of layered guitars. Like, how do you balance that? Is it true practice from singing with an acoustic uh, guitar or electric guitar? Well, it's a bit of everything, but uh, the way I try to, my approach, it, it really changes within time. But for instance, if I know that I'm playing like a really complex riff mm -hmm. or there's kind of like a lot of, a lot going on musically, let's say drums, bass and, and guitar, maybe the vocals are not going to be doing something as difficult as that. Okay. And maybe when I have something that's simpler to play on the guitar, maybe I'm going to try and push, push it with the vocals, you yeah. know, uh, because I know it's not, it's just 
too much musical information all the time, you know, and and you need to kind of balance it out. Yeah, yeah. And and does that come with rehearsals and practice that you can maybe yeah. cut certain lyrics out of it just to make room for the vocals in relation yeah, to playing yeah, live, probably. Yes, yes. And I mean, the way I see it is, you you just need to work on your music and try to make it work from a whole point of view. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you need to say you need to kind of be able to critique yourself and say, okay, maybe now there's too much going on. I can cut the vocals out and just make like an instrumental part so that the listener, you know, takes a little break and then the vocals come up. It's just, you know, the process of writing music and trying to keep uh, the listener engaged as much as possible. What I did was I got Pat O'Regan to review your EP. And I just took a section from review and see what you think of it. He goes, from a sophisticated night at the opera to a hyper-paced voyage through another dimension, this is metal that excites and stimulates the mind, never resting on its laurels, always progressing and developing into something new and compelling. I think it's like spot on. <laughs> because like, yeah. that, that's just what, what we like to do, you know? I mean, they say in music, you have to... You have to write music that doesn't allow the listener to, you know, guess what's coming next. Because if not, there's no interest, there's no surprise. Yes. So I think that's kind of like our approach. You know, always try to uh, push that boundary, but not too much. Because if not, then the listener might not yeah. grasp to anything. Yeah, because it does get complex at times, and it's trying to find the balance that will keep the listener. And in tune with it, I suppose, really. The first track, anyway, that she decided to release is Three Faces and it's the opening of the EP. And was that an obvious choice as a single? I think so, yeah. You know, uh, it's the first, tra- the first track that we actually uh, put together. And, you know, we just wanted to, you know, make it like, like a good honor to, to it. Um, you know, as you can see, the, the cover of the album, of the EP, um, you know, there's the, the whole concept of the album is, um, you know, there's kind of like a Japanese uh, saying that a person has like three faces. Uh, the first the first face is the one that he shows to the world. The second face is the one he shows or he or she shows to, you know, close relative friends and family. And the third face is the one that he doesn't show it to, to anyone, that only the person itself knows it. And... Uh, that's kind of like the the theme of the of the track and three faces, three songs, yeah. you know, yeah, everything works, kind of yeah. made sense. The video for it, who did you work with that or did you shoot it yourself um, or was Olga involved? Yeah, we actually did it ourselves. Um, we had like a rehearsal room uh, booked up in, in the Liberties in Dublin and then we shoot all the, you know, the instrumental, the footage of the band playing yeah. there. And then for the, for the story, uh, you know, me and Paul, uh, we just went around Dublin. He he knew like really really cool spots, like you know that beach or there's kind of like this lighthouse. And, you know, I had this idea in my mind and worked. Uh, just went went along to it. And we are we're actually now working on a on a new video ah. for another, for the another song of of the. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to play the first uh, track, which is Three Faces, and that's the one we were talking about.
I feel so bad for not including that Pantera riff in the middle of it because, you know, ah, but yeah. no, no, this is a great idea of how the whole EP goes um, again, which are singing. There's a band from Cork called Cormona. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're similar know, enough yeah. in vocal style as well. Um, it does harmonies, it's high pitch harmonies. Jesus, that'd be fantastic to see the two of you playing together. <laughs> mm, definitely. We will get in touch. Yeah, the lyrics on that track there, uh, Santiago. I'm hidden, I'm the coward, I'm the godlike, I'm the shy one, I am no one, fragile, I am, I am the limit, a vessel. Does that, we'll say, add to the whole story around the three faces? Definitely. You know, it's like, I think that a person and with with its, you know, uh, shift of mind state, you know, you know, sometimes you feel like you can take on the world and sometimes you feel, you know, you're almost like a piece of shit. And sometimes you feel like you're, you're a great person. Sometimes you're completely terrible. You know, that, that's kind of like how you feel and how they each represent different facets of the, of the three phases, yeah. uh, which is um, revolves around. Okay. That's cool. It's just, it's just, uh, you know, when you, when you meet someone, it's like, which of all of them faces will that person get to know? <laughs> no? Yeah, especially on a night out in Dublin or Cork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's drink involved. Exactly. <laughs> the second track, Conjured, I have the lyrics here, is Gathering Flocks, Animus Bond, Communion of the Black Hole, Vortex Within, Virtue of Sin, Anxiety and Vanishing Pit. Are we going Carl Jung on this or is there that <laughs> reference there? This... this this song is, uh, even though it rolls around the, you know, the concept of the three faces, uh, and for me, this song is was massively inspired by an opus track called The Grand Conjuration. Oh, of course. Hence, hence the title. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, it kind of follows the, sign, the same kind of theme or song style. You know, the riffs are completely different, mm. but, uh, you know, kind of like really eerie melodies and really... Yeah almost spooky, yeah, vibe. spooky yeah. style. Uh, and uh, yeah, it just talks about, you know, slavery, you know, how it's basically about uh, human dynamics, human rela- relation dynamics, you know. Uh, there's always like a slave and a master and how people, you know, some, you know, there's a part that which says uh, acephalous, uh, acephalous spirits, you know, like, or people with an unseen lord is yeah. sometimes kids kids are left you know completely devoid of all you know parental or like tutor tutors that will guide them through life it's, it's a bit yeah of a i'm rhythm. glad that the lyrics do come with um, the cd and love that with g and Bandcamp as well because uh, a lot of people have interest in what you're singing and so that is all going to be there for them to pour over. So this is Conjured. We'll give this a listen to.
that's going to be a firm live favourite, without a doubt. Did yeah. you get the opportunity yeah, yeah. to play uh, that song live yet? Yeah, yeah, we played it uh, in Belfast. Metal to the masses. And also, cool. and also in London. How, how did it go and, down? Yeah. Definitely, it's, it's a great, it's a great track because it has like a little bit of everything, does, you yeah. know, a little bit of heavy vocals and you know, powerful riffs. We we also we we really like playing it like. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's the story with all your tracks on this EP. Um, there's so many different segments, but it's just molded together perfectly. And as I said, the way your vocals float over them, and I suppose with experience as well, Santiago, there's a knowing of when to drop the heavy vocals in with the the light melodic vocals. Yeah. That comes with experience. It's probably not something a young yeah. band could could pull off in their early days. I mean, it's just. It's, you know, it's, as you said, the more the more you play live, or the more tracks you put out, or the more uh, albums you release, you know, you 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 start uh, getting to know what people like, what people don't like, how people will react. You know, it's always kind of like trying to guess what's going to work uh, better. And definitely, the more experience you have, the more mature your your music will sound. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, and the last track then is White Parlor. It's an interesting track as well. I know that when you sent me those three tracks, you said, oh, it's song two and three, you're going to love them, you know. I must say my, my favourite track is the first song one at the moment, cool. yeah, which probably surprised you, the three faces, but I mean... Well, the thing is that uh, that song, it's actually, maybe those, the other two songs are kind of, they hit... Uh, like from the yeah. get-go, you know, Where, whereas the first one, you know, it's always kind of like a build-up. Mm. So, you know, you know how uh, music nowadays is is about getting to the climax as soon as yeah. possible. And maybe for some people who are a little bit anxious, <laughs> uh, they, they they might say, oh, this, you know, after two minutes, this is boring. But, you know, to each yes, his own. exactly. Uh, we, we obviously love all the tracks. It's just that the first one develops a little bit slower, but we think that yeah. when it gets up there, it's kind of like... Oh, really... I mean, it's got your personality on it, you know, stamped on it straight away. And and that's what I loved about this EP, that it's just like, this is Svetkant, but it's a new and improved Svetkant, and they've gone up to a different level, in my opinion. So this is why Parlor.
lyrics actually are perfect for the song. <laughs> Feasting these eyes with distant resentment and mockery, I bliss from afar drenched in acrimonious scorn, sombered havens, fractals of a scattered mind, sheltered within a self-cast stupor. That sounds like someone going through massive turmoil and paranoia yeah. in their life. Is it the trait of the character in Three Faces? Definitely. You know, for me, it's like, you know, the, this song is more about white parlor. The white parlor is kind of that state of mind where somebody is like completely resentful of everything that goes everywhere, you know? You know, you know how some people actually enjoy other people yeah. suffer. That, that, that part of the, of the song that you just read, it's basically that, those kind of people that, you know, when they see something having an accident or, you know, something bad happens to them, uh, some people actually rejoice in that. And uh, it talks about how, how somber and dark some people can be, actually, which is kind of really surprising. Yeah, there's a great Japanese movie, or it might have been a Korean movie, and these people uh, get killed in it, and their ghosts actually sit on the shoulders of the characters that are alive in the movie and just fucking torment them. They're invisible, but like, you know, <laughs> right. I don't know what it is. Like that burden. Yeah, that burden. Yeah, that burden. So that was the final track. Was that the the obvious one to end it? Uh, actually, not really. Actually, originally, uh, we wanted to maybe open DP with White Parlor, mm. but then, I mean, you know, things we discussed it and I actually think... I actually really like the ending of it because it kind of like really close it like with a yeah. boom, you know, it's like, and uh, we wanted to leave the, because if, if you analyze the DP, it's like short song, long song, short yeah. song. So it's like six minutes, nine minutes, six yeah. minutes. So we just wanted to keep that balanced. And uh, I mean, the last song is kind of full of riffs. So we wanted to kind of end, end on a high note. Definitely, yeah. And three faces, you know, opening track, same name. I said it makes sense to open the, the EP. It does. You know, it's always kind of like a build up constant. Yeah. And in relation to the artwork, you touched on it briefly there. Did you actually do that yourself? Did you yeah. gather up all those actually, images? Um, and Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, there's kind of like a circle with this guy with three faces that was taken from like a book of Japanese, you know, uh, Japanese culture uh, uh, drawings, and then all the rest is what just designed by me. You know, I bought the images or you know downloaded it from the internet, and then I just yeah. came so, up with that kind of like design. Beautifully put together, my man. Shout out to Olga who did the picture. Yeah, yeah, Olga. She's she's a great photographer, and uh, I like really the fact as well it. you put the credits in the end and the tanks. Old school, man. You can't beat it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, how I grew, you know, back in my day was you just buy an album, you start reading the thing, you see the credits, thanks to this, thanks to that, thanks to the family. I think it's just a, a good it way is. to always thank, thank the people that will always be there in your ups and downs. And, uh, 100%, yeah. 100%, I like that. Are you funding this yourself? Is this a self-release? Yeah, uh, actually, uh, you know, with all the all of this pandemic and said, you know, nobody is rushing us and, uh, you know, we kind of have the knowledge to put stuff ourselves mm -hmm. and at least to a, up to a certain stage. And then from there we can go to, a, you know, to Mick 
and Masra. So we'd say, you know, let's let's just try the the independent approach uh, way yeah. and see how it mm. goes. And then that's 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 just how we feel about the career at this stage. And you know, working with Bandcamp, and uh, we, we really want to try and push our Bandcamp store because you know it's it's a great way to connect directly with Absolutely. fans. You know, and whenever whenever they they buy your stuff you get the money instantly, you know, you don't have to wait maybe a year until the company sends a royalties yeah. or whatever. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's the, the music industry is kind of going that way where, you know, bands can really connect closely with their fans and in a more, you know, personal and more intimate way. And I think that's, that's the approach we're going to take for yeah. now, you know, that's... maybe in a couple of years, a big company calls us, but mm. until that happens, we're just going to grow our fine fan base you know like personally and we want to actually get to know our fans not just you know our followers and yeah followers. yeah because you were with wormhole dead records wouldn't you for a bit uh well you know the second album is part of their catalog mm-hmm. so they kind of managed that mm-hmm. but uh, that doesn't stop us from releasing our own material as we're yeah, doing now. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a brilliantly put together EP, I must say. What about upcoming shows to promote it? Are you going to have a launch, for example, or is there anything you can tell us at the moment? Well, we're working with different promoters. Uh, as I said, off camera, we're trying to put a show in Cork mm-hmm. with Dead Call Promotions, but still on the, as a draft. And then I've also been in touch with uh, a promoter in Isle of Man. Wow. So we're hoping to go and play there, hopefully in the summer, maybe like June, July, mm-hmm. May, uh, still in draft. And then we actually had a show uh, booked for, for the 8th of March in London, but that got rescheduled for next uh, year again. Jesus. And then we have another, we have another show in, in London in August. So, you know, we're, we're taking it easy in terms of shows because uh, up, up until now, we were kind of really focused on putting the, the EP yeah. as best as possible. And we're going to be promoting it, you know, uh, online mm. and stuff like that. Did that show go ahead with Gamma Bomb? Yes, it went ahead. It was in November yeah. last yeah. year. Yeah, how did that go? Yes. Yeah, it's really, really good. You know, the, the lads of Gabobomb are like, really cool and sound guys. So we had a great time. And it's always good to play in London, you know, the underworld. Yeah. Oh, the so, underworld, Jesus, of all places. Yeah, that's class. Was that the only gig that you did last year? Uh, no, we also had one in August that same year, again in the underworld. Uh, we were supporting Acid Rain. Ah, Jesus yeah. Christ. That's mad. Acid Rain. Wow. Yeah. And uh, because, you know, uh, things, things were really, really slow last year. So, yeah. you know, with all the pandemic, it was like mm. up until two weeks before you, you didn't know if it was going to go ahead or, or be cancelled. Yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued that the fact that you've had two gigs in London with two trash pans <laughs> when you're not yeah. exactly in that type of uh, genre as such. Yeah. You know, it, the opportunity came up the opportunity came up and say, I mean, we're not that those kind of people that say, you know, we're not going to play because of this or that. Oh, of so, course, okay. of course. Yeah. Of course. You know, in variety is the, the taste. As yeah, absolutely. And, you know, again, with, with, with the type of music you play, it certainly will appeal to 
most metalheads, like there's a big, massive post-metal scene there. I think you'd slot in there, no problem. There's plenty of bands there that you can combine. Even in Ireland, there could be a two or three city package there with yourselves and another two different bands. And, uh, you know, it'd be fantastic to see. So that's all further down the line. With so many cancellations with gigs as well, it's difficult to actually get into a venue now. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, luckily, uh, you know, the UK or at least London, they were, they went a little bit faster in all the terms of restrictions. So when we were there, like, it almost felt like there was no pandemic. You know, now Ireland kind of caught up to that because now the restrictions have been, you know, almost banished. But hopefully, well, you can see in Cork and in Dublin, you know, uh, live gigs are, are coming yeah are coming fast and are kind of like catching up. So hopefully there will be opportunities to play more shows. And uh, well, we played Belfast and it was right. We've had a great, great yeah, time. Yeah, what a great spot up there. In relation to the gear you used then for the recording of the EP Santiago, could you just give us an overview yeah. on what guitars and stuff that you used for it? Yeah. Um, for the way we do is I have like an interface. I got a wind interface and I have my Kemper profiler, which is kind of like the a real hot amp at the moment. So what I do is just take out like a direct line from the Kemper into the interface into my recording gear in my in my laptop, and I just use that, and then we reamp it uh, with Mic. But I'm, I'm using an eight-string Ibanez guitar. That's why I, you know in the, in the album you're gonna hear some really really low heavy mm-hmm. notes. Uh, that are from the eighth string, but we also try not not to overdo it. You know, which is like a little bit, not not too much, just not to overwhelm the listener. And then, well, for for the bass is like I think it's like Paul has like a Fender Precision or a Yamaha, a really really five string bass. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, our tuning is like one one step down. So if you're from a standard tuning, which is in E. You have to drop it down to B. Okay. And that's basically it. Cool. You know, some, some effects here yeah. and there, but nothing too fast, yeah. you know? Works really well, my man. So the EP is out on April the 15th. For those that that's are right. listening to the show, it will be up on Bandcamp and there will be a digital copy, a hard copy, which is a CD. And is there any merch? Uh, or is it you still have your old we're, stuff? We're, so- we're working on... Yeah, we're working on... And releasing some t-shirts and we're going to print some stickers okay. but at the moment uh, we're going to be working with the mainly with the with the cds mm-hmm. and also i wanted to kind of remind everybody that we're we're doing this kind of promo thing in bandcamp is that whatever you buy in bandcamp or whenever you buy something from us in bandcamp then we're going to add you to like our database and uh Every time we put up, we, we release a new song, a new single or, or a new album or a new EP, we're going to send you a, like a personalized email with the download to a single from that oh. uh, release. And that will happen for every future release. So if you buy it now and then we put, we release 20 albums in the future, then you're going to release you're going to get like 20 emails with a new single each time we release. So we're really trying to push you know, the independent part of, of the yeah. band and by promoting it to Bandcamp. And uh, I, I hope people like that. And 
we're not trying to spam you, but we're trying to send you. <laughs> There's a big uh, difference. Good stuff in advance. There's a big you know? difference, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we're gonna take care of everything, so you just need to sit and wait for your yeah. treat. Um, listen, man, congratulations again on DP. It's absolutely outstanding. I loved it. There's a fantastic review on the Metal Cell website as well of DP. And thanks for going through all the tracks and just wish you nothing but success with it. Thank you, Santiago. Uh, okay, well, I, I want to thank you and your viewer. And uh, in behalf of the band and especially myself, I think that you've been doing like a really, really good job in promoting the music and the metal scene within Cork and Ireland. So uh, we really appreciate your support and uh, we hope to release more stuff and send it to you and keep on having this podcast interviews thank you and i'll see you at the front row man for when you're playing in cork <laughs> okay thanks very much and we'll bring you a, a large t-shirt don't worry <laughs> <laughs> okay so you've been listening okay. to santiago from Svet Kant. and um, again the ep is coming out on april the 15th it's called three faces you've heard three tracks off it every track is fantastic and uh, please support them on Bandcamp. you can check them out on facebook and all the social media sites they're excellent at updating that as well so, crucially, support your local metal scene, and thanks everybody for listening. Thanks so much. Everybody, a good night, a good day.